0: Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. There's just one little piece of news that I wanted to discuss today, and it's a follow-up from a while ago. Uh, The... Hat the sorcerer hat at Disney's Hollywood Studios is almost completely gone, so they've got it. They've got most of the hat gone. Um The only part that's really still there is what's even with the little swirls and the hands, and then they've got one of the gloves gone. So construct or destruction, I guess, on the uh, sorcerer hat in Hollywood Studios continues and is almost done, which it's only been a week. They've really taken that down quickly.
1: Hey, hey. You know, once they finally have the money to do it, and that's, it, that's what just makes me laugh about the whole thing, because as much grief as they got over that, and as impossible as you kind of felt it must be, because surely this is, you know, surely it's just a, such a feat of construction to, or destruction to get it down, and that's the only reason they haven't removed it. No, no. Once we decide to do it, it's gone.
0: Takes a week. One week. And it's gone.
1: Well, you know, it's one week and it's almost gone. So two weeks, three weeks yeah. with cleanup. Yeah. And then we can put up a bigger stage for, you know, uh, what? High school musical stuff.
0: Yes. The high school musical parade.
1: Uh, sorry. Welcome
0: that... to Disney four years ago.
1: Uh, well, that's bitter. Six you years know what? ago. I'm sure, I'm sure that they will come up with a cool thing to do there. And I hope that cool thing is just leaving that open. So we can see the Chinese theater.
0: I think the rumor, the most prevalent rumor that I've heard from many of the people in the know is that a permanent stage is going to go up there.
1: Yeah, I've heard that too. But you know what? I I don't have a problem with the stage as long as it does. Again, if I can, if it doesn't really hurt the sight lines, which they can do a stage that doesn't kill the sight lines. If it doesn't kill the sight lines, I'm okay with them putting a stage there. You know, that frees them up to do stage shows. So more power to them. Just don't kill my sight lines.
0: So, Brett, it is no secret that you and I both love Disney and I would love to be able to go to Disney world way more often. Um, but how often do you enjoy going to a Disney park? Now I know that Disneyland, um, for people who live in or around Anaheim is more of like a, a a day park kind of thing. You know, people have annual passes for Disneyland, and uh, it's a place where you can just kind of stop by after work um, if you work in Anaheim. And so those people get to go, like, you know, maybe daily if they want to. Uh, and then Walt Disney World and, and uh, Tokyo Disney, as far as I know, and uh, all the other uh, Disneyland parks around the world, I think are more considered like tourist destinations you know we've talked a lot about how Disneyland is smack dab in the middle of downtown Anaheim and Walt Disney World is a bus ride you know from the highway you have to you have to drive quite a long way even after you get in the main gate it's still quite a long way until you hit the park and so I guess it's I guess I'm wondering like how often do you like to go and have you ever hit a point where you said okay I'm going too much
1: Yeah you know I I think I've 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 seen both of those um I like to go once a year which sounds insane and costs way more money than it should but I just really enjoy I I like the fact that by going once a year, I, you know, there, there are usually a few new things every time that I go. Um, but by and large, there's still a lot of stuff that I like to do. That's, that's there. Um, I kind of know what I'm doing and, you know, and also I like to do that with my family. Um, you know, usually my parents go, uh, my sister will go. Um, and of course, you know, now my wife will go as well. Uh, and I, and I've done a trip by myself and it was fun, but not as much fun. But, you know, on the other side of that coin, you also asked, have I ever gone so often that I've been, uh, felt like it was too much. And I don't think so much since I've stopped working for the company, but when I worked for the company, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And see, the reason that I ask is because I'm worried um. So I've been to in 2012 to Walt Disney World in 2013 to Disneyland and then in 2014 to Disney World again. And I am by no means getting burnout. I am still having the time of my life when I'm there. But I sometimes worry that like if this becomes a yearly vacation spot, is it going to get to the point where I'm like, OK, I don't really want to be here anymore. And, and I it worries me. I don't want that to happen. Um. But Yeah. Uh, I, cause I think about people who go just to Disneyland, you know, after work or whatever, you know, if you're at Disneyland from six to 7 PM or six to 8 PM, three days a week, would you get burnt out on it? And my mind goes to Walt Disney world. I think by design is a lot more inclusive and it's a lot more like just mentally tiring i think it's a much more tiring thing because walt disney world's an experience you go into walt disney world and like your mind is set on being there for a week and for you know doing everything because it's a vacation quote unquote for people who don't live in central florida and even for me coming from houston going to disneyland i didn't feel that way i felt like i was just at a place where you know people in california went and it was cool to go and It was interesting because I didn't notice it until I went to Walt Disney World last year. It's different. Like, the mindset's different. Even from someone who's going a thousand miles in either direction to to get to a Disney park, Disneyland just feels a lot more homey and like somewhere where I could just go and spend two or three hours and then take off.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a different park experience. You know, that was um, something that was real interesting after, you know— uh, my wife and I went to Disneyland last and when we got back, she was, you know, we were talking about it and she was like, you know, I think I kind of preferred Disneyland to Walt Disney world, which uh, you know, I know is, is the feeling of a lot of people. And strangely, as much as I am about the classic Disney and everything is still a little bit blasphemous to me because I'm like, no, come on. Disney world has so much more stuff to do. But for her, The idea that it didn't have as much to do, even though the crowds were crazy, uh, you know, and uh, not crazy, crazy, but Disney, you know, it it was it was the crowds that you would expect to be at a Disney park, especially uh, at Disneyland. Even though the crowds were what they were, to her, that that idea of that smaller park and of being set up the way that it is um, just felt different to her. It didn't feel like, um, I, I think, exactly what you said, just that mentally exhausting enormity of an experience that walt disney world is
0: and i don't i don't fully understand why walking into you know walking under the walt disneyland railroad and into you know town square you get a a way different feeling than walking under the walt disney world railroad and walking into town square i mean it's it's truly a lot more relaxing i think to be at disneyland than to be at walt disney world
1: i wonder if to some extent that isn't just because you know, even so, we stayed with some some uh, family friends when we went to California, um, and so that was a totally different experience than what it would be at Walt Disney World, right. where you'd be staying at one of the resort hotels. But even staying at Disneyland, even assuming you're staying at a Disneyland resort, you know, they do they just have the one? No, maybe they have they've to.
0: got the Disneyland Hotel, um, and then there's Paradise Pier. Hotel, there's a hotel that over there. I think it's called Paradise Pier.
1: Okay, yeah. So there, so like I said, I thought I thought that they did have two. But even if you're staying in those resorts, if you are staying anywhere except for the first or second floor, I'm guessing you're going to look out of your window and you're going to see Anaheim proper sitting out there. You're going to experience Anaheim proper on a regular basis, and it's you know you're you're constantly making this transition into an amusement park from out of the city. On a daily basis, whereas when you go to Walt Disney World, you've just committed yourself to a week of just being completely ensconced in everything Disney, you know, from the from the moment you wake up to the moment your head hits the pillow, you know, unless you're and you can stay outside the parks, but then you then you're going to deal with all that extra travel time and, and all that stuff burns up. So you usually end up staying, you know, for us, we usually stay, end up staying on property. And yeah that's just i I think maybe that's part of it though
0: that's really interesting. uh it just clicked in my head the difference between Disneyland and Disney world I mean Walt Disney World if you stay on property and you take the buses everywhere and you don't have a car, you don't see the outside world and uh at Disneyland you're right you go you know you can go to a gas station you can go to you know a restaurant right outside the park and then you walk a little bit and then you're in disneyland and That was one of my favorite things about being there is you can see in from the outside, from the highway. You can see Space Mountain and you can see uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle and you can see like the Cars Land stuff from the outside. But when you're in, you can't see anything. But then you walk outside and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm in Southern California for sure. But Walt Disney World could be anywhere the way it's set up. It could be in the, you know, Northeast it could be anywhere because you just don't ever see anything that's really interesting.
1: Yeah, you see you see what you're going to see. And then, you know, we we should also definitely take into account the fact that it's 4 gates versus 2 gates. You know, I mean that 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 is also going to I can I can easily say that yeah, if you have 3 days to commit to Disneyland, great, you're going to have an awesome vacation. If you tell me that you're going to go try to do Walt Disney World in three days, I'm going to tell you, sorry, but you're probably going to be miserable because you're going to miss a lot of stuff that you're going to want to do. And you're going to be running yourself ragged. So I think there's just the the time commitment as well. A week at Walt. You know what? I think a week at Disneyland, I would probably get bored.
0: Yeah, I, I think I would, too. I think doing, you could do Disneyland in two days and I think you could do California Adventure in one.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I think. I think it's a three-day park. If you had a fourth day, great. You can take it a little bit easier. But if you take it all the way to seven?
0: Yeah, I don't... It di- yeah, that's interesting. It just does not feel like a resort experience the way that Disney World does. Because, well, Disney World, seven days is not enough.
1: Right. So I think that that's where, I think that's where the difference falls, is one of them is an amusement park, and the other one is a resort, as far as, the, as, far as just the way you experience it. You know, and, and don't get, and that's, and that's not a dig on Disneyland by any stretch because it's an amusement park that stands head and shoulders above and stands right there with, and in some cases above the experience Walt Disney world gives you. Um, but yeah, it's just, that's, that's what it is. One of them is an amusement park and one of them is a resort, you know, one of them is more likely to be a place that you kind of think of as your, so, so let's talk, let's take it from that perspective. You you and I both live significantly far away. We're going to have to take a, a, a flight to get to either one of these. Right. Okay. So if you're going to go to Walt Disney World, what are you going to do when you get to the hotel or what are you going to do when you get to the airport? You're probably going to jump on DME and you're going to ride your little bus to Walt Disney World and you're going to live in that world for the entire time you're there, right? Right. Yes.
0: Yeah. You're going to. Go to your hotel and check in, and then go to the park, and you're going to be in there. The way I said it is, you're in Disney's hands from airport to airport. You know, from when we went Houston, we dropped our bags off with the little Magical Express tags on them, and we didn't really have to do anything
1: until we got back to Houston. Right, but uh, but in contrast, if you go to Disneyland again, especially if you're going to make like a week trip or something. You're not going to Disneyland. You're going to say, you know, let's go to Disneyland and let's, you know, drive part of the PCH or let's go check out LA or let's go check out Hollywood or, you know, there's it, there's going to be more to that experience than just Disney. It's going to be Disney and I feel, you know, and again, I, I know that we don't speak for all people, but I feel like that that would be the, that that is the case for me.
0: Right. I take a trip to Walt Disney World and I take a trip to Southern California. I think that's the the main difference in my head is that, yeah, the, the destination is California for Disneyland and Disneyland is there. The destination is Disney World in
1: Florida. Right. And it just happens to be in Orlando. So that's where you'll, so you'll fly to Orlando in order to get to Walt Disney World. But like you said, if it was, I don't know, middle of Montana, you would fly to Disney World. It would just happen to be that you get on a plane that took you to the middle of Montana instead. I
0: think I understand why they built Disney World the way that they did. Because Disneyland is so small and it's so, it has to be where it is. Disneyland could not exist anywhere else. Disney World could exist anywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, they saw the limits there and said, let's, let's expand that.
0: So do you feel like the other world the uh, you know Disneyland Paris, uh, Shanghai, Hong Kong, Tokyo. Do you feel like those were built with a mindset
1: more like Walt Disney World or like Disneyland? So I do feel like the the feel of of Tokyo is more like Disneyland than Walt Disney World. Um, definitely, because again, it's it's not so separated. You know, when I went and visited Tokyo Disneyland, I went and visited Tokyo. And while I was there, I went to Tokyo Disneyland for, you know, I think three, four days, whatever it was. But again, that was part of my trip to Tokyo. And I knew that I could, you know, take a, and I think that was probably a two week trip, but I could have taken a week and still seen Tokyo as well as this. Again, I didn't require that devotion. And I would say the same thing um, with, you know, with DLP, with Disneyland Paris, um, you know, even though. For me, anyway, that was a lot more separated. You know, you had to jump on the train, take the long trip and everything. But I think that I think that also falls into the breakdown of people you see there. You know, you saw a lot of locals at Tokyo Disneyland. You see a lot of locals at Disneyland. You see a lot of locals at Disneyland Paris. You don't see as many locals at Walt Disney World. So kind of circling back around to our original discussion about you know, when, how much is too much, how much is not enough? Um, I think that maybe the amount of gates also plays into that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, the size of those gates. I mean, at Disney World, you've got Magic Kingdom, which is huge, Epcot, which is huge, uh, Hollywood Studios, which is large, and then Animal Kingdom, which is like ultra, super, mega huge. Um, and, you know, Disneyland and California Adventure aren't that, aren't, aren't that big.
1: Yes. You, all, all that you have to do is remind yourself that, you know, California Adventure was essentially a parking garage at one yeah. point. Yeah. To, to recognize that this isn't a lot of space that you're taking on, but it makes it so. So it has that advantage of I think that's also I think that limit of space is also what makes it a lot more manageable, you know, and makes it to not be so overwhelming in your mind in comparison to Walt Disney World.
0: All right, I think that's about it for this week. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at MTM podcast, Likes on Facebook, we're Missing the Mouse. And you can visit our website at missingthemouse.co. And have a magical day.